4: I and I, I I do this all the time. I say, I don't I can't believe this is a thing. And you you always go, Well, somebody's making money. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. but how? I've always wondering, like, how do you make money off some of these things? Like TV must just have the endless
3: spigot. The
4: the, yeah. the dollars just keep coming out. Like, add more games, we'll pay you more money. And they will go, Yes, yes, indeed, we'll do this.
3: Because uh, live sports is the
4: only thing people consume. But I can't imagine. I want to watch, you know. Kennesaw State against uh, 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 Auburn in round one on a Tuesday. You're going to watch that.
3: It's going to be on. You don't want stuff like this happening. Andre, that's done! So I I need more of that. That's Mississippi Valley State winning yeah, their pro- first regular they, season they'd game. They'd probably be
4: in after winning their first conference game. You, you, Missouri'd probably be in.
3: Don't you want somebody named the Terriers winning something in the NCAA Missouri, tournament and having that upset? Missouri'd probably be in. They're
4: oh they'd be oh and eighteen in the SEC. But heck, their strength of schedule was That's enough right. that they got they, them into they, the they, field
3: of one twelve. Hey man, they had, no. a quad, they had a quad one win at some point. They're in. They're in. That's too much true TV for anyone. I don't even know where true TV is. Are we going to start that nonsense of now? Like, Ten years into this yes, thing? Yes, we are. Love <laughs> it.
5: I still don't know. That, that's but your favorite I find rite it.
3: of passage every spring. I don't even know where true TV is. Sir, we had this conversation for the last decade. It's right there next to TNT and TBS. I don't know where those are. Okay. And I don't want to stream. <laughs> Just give me the game on CBS yeah. and have Gumble send me to the I best world. I still room. don't
4: want to watch Impractical Jokers.
3: Yeah. Why are you still showing me their commercials? Yeah. I love how True TV makes fun of it, too, every year. They're like, you know, we know you don't know who we are. We know you don't care yeah, who we are. No. But anyway, we got basketball no, for you. I'm, I'm kind of a no. But you one, know so. what you could do? You could farm those games out to ESPN, too, and make even more money off it. Have ESPN have the Tuesday and Wednesday games with their streaming platform right now of ESPN+, Plus, which makes it so easy to watch every game. You could just throw all of those games on the ESPN plus don't you think that's being discussed right now Josh ESPN is on the horn with the NCAA going hey we heard Fesco's idea we like this let's go with Tuesday and Wednesday we'll take the games we'll write you a check we'll put them all on the streaming service we'll have obviously we'll have games on ESPN and ESPN 2 and how are they having checks to write I don't get
4: <laughs> well, because yeah, the money is
3: endless because people I don't Understand
4: advertisers buy people People watch. You look at the college basketball ratings. They're always garbage. Not for the tournament, though. They're like, you know. Regular season doesn't matter. A football matter. game has like 28 million people on average. Right. And a basketball game has like, you're lucky one. if you get two. You're lucky if you get one in most cases. Yeah. But the NCAA oh, tournament. had a 1.4 on a Thursday. Like, yeah. you're making money off of
3: that? Good Keep, for you. But, but Spring this is tournament. Spring training, we're making money off of that? Oh, $55 really? a head to get in like, the gate? They're making a ton of money it out there. It just
4: baffles me just baffles me. Well, you sound like an old grandpa today. <laughs> I mean, you really do. Like, I
3: just don't understand why we're making money it. just money baffles
4: of it. me that you could, you could somehow turn a buck on spring in, training. In
3: my world, we just play the Super Bowl and call it a day. The hell with all this other stuff. That's the only thing people are going to watch. Oh, people love the tournament, man. I'm not a college basketball fan at all, but I love the NCAA tournament. I like the conference tournament. I do
4: too, but I don't need to see terrible teams playing on a
3: Tuesday. That's all. Oh, it's not terrible teams. I, the I get Terriers that, versus the Mount Rovers or something. You get Mount that, the, you get that the week before in the
4: conference tournament. And Is how that enough?
3: great are the conference tournaments, right? We come in every day. like, did you see that finish? Did you see this finish? This team got it. Like, it's fun. The NCAA tournament's fun. The more fun we can have in sports, the better. We've made sports where we've taken the fun out of things and talked about analytics.
4: You're right. I want Hershey for a nickel. Darn straight I do. Yeah, Darn you do. Darn straight I
3: do. I
6: remember when you used to be able to get a Hershey for a nickel. Yeah, I remember was, back in my day better. when they
3: played with a leather ball and Will Chamberlain dominated on and off the court. You had to earn your way onto the court. <laughs> it just wasn't handed to you. <laughs> From the 913, I'm 29 and consider me an honorary old person today because I'm totally on <laughs> board with Josh. So do you want two more days of the NCAA tournament or not? Just weigh in on the J Southland Toe Service text line. Let us know what Can you guys Can we court want. storm after every game? Yes! Then I'm in! All right! <laughs>
2: Here's is this a good going to mess up my EPL? <laughs> yes. EPL is big on Tuesday. I
3: don't that's need easy. that. I don't that's need really early in the
2: morning, isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
3: Here, Here is uh, the 785. ESPN being part of the Hulu and Disney package makes them tons of money. Yeah, you're exactly right about that. People would subscribe. Subscriptions would go up. And that's... And that's the other thing you have to think about, too, Josh. If you did this with the ESPN Plus, they're doing it, obviously, to drive subscriptions. Are you telling me if all of the games are on ESPN Plus, you're not subscribing to ESPN Plus? I think most sports fans already know ESPN Plus is something you just have to have now. Yes. Because NFL's there, college sports are there, there's baseball games on there, like hockey. I think ESPN Plus is the best bang for your buck in television right now. You're getting all the sports, man. Do the sports? Hey, ESPN Plus has it like twelve bucks wow. a month or whatever. Wow,
4: that wasn't even a paid ad. Look at you. I know. Oh, I mean, goodness. Uh, so uh, McCall Hardman went on a little heater yesterday. It seemed, huh? Yeah. yeah, it was good. See, so dropped by with uh, Ryan Clark, who's got a new fresh contract with ESPN. Verbally, Gosh. verbally. Oh, verbally. Okay. Yeah. All right. You threatened to leave for like a second, and they
3: paid him. Man, good for Ryan Clark. Here's a good one though, real quick. I want to see the thirty-two-five upset. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't.
4: <laughs> I'll tell you what, Jayhawks play like they did last night. They're never getting out of Tuesday. No, I can't get past Tuesday, not getting out of Dayton. They're getting out, getting out of the round at one twelve. <laughs> 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 I don't think I can take it. Play anyway. like that. Not going to happen. <laughs> That's right. Not, not this year. The not year. fan
3: meltdown that went on last oh, night is fantastically gorgeous. gorgeous. They were also
4: mad at ESPN Plus. I don't know why they must have why? issues. I issues? don't know something happened. Something happened last night. I'm not sure. Anyway, McCall Hardman was on with Ryan Clark of uh, ESPN and uh discussing a little bit of what went down with uh his transition from the uh from the Chiefs to the Jets back to the chiefs back to Super Bowl hero right yeah <laughs> yeah and uh discussed also Travis Kelsey and the little bit of time he was away he saw a change when he returned in the leadership of uh 87 well you said
5: the he would, he had that vicious season he had but his like when I got back the leader he was was three, four times more powerful than it's been since I've been there. Off the charts, bro. Like, I mean, the way he was leading, he was practicing, the way he was, his talk, but his speech before the game, bro, Saturday. What like, was that like? Bro, like, let's go run through a wall. Like, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, like, you hear know, like, like a Ray Lewis speech, it's like, what the like, yeah go, bro. Like, yeah, let's do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the speech he had, bro, You like, oh, this man want to win. Like, okay, he wanna I'm going to do everything we I got to make sure we get this win for you. Like, not even for the team, for you, because the way you just, like, man in tears, bro, he yelling, like, you like, damn, this man really in it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, his his leadership and his his word of wanting to win was just off the charts, and then you get to the Super Bowl, and he he get in the locker room like even when the people under, under the, the interaction with Coach Reed have, it wasn't no whatever he like man call some f-ing plays, let us go work like we ain't we ain't calling the plays we should be calling. Then we get to the locker room, he flipped the table, the the f-ing training bike over like this is y'all, this is what y'all want to leave out here like you know like like this like yeah like nah let's go get this like. His leadership was a uh, was top-notch like it, the way he led like it was it was off the charts and you could see the difference in, even in the second half like the catches he making and how he getting open like you know what i'm saying it's just like that you could you could feel that energy and that energy is contagious and he got the, the energy he has is contagious bro like mm-hmm. it goes from the head coach all the way down to the people they ain't even playing it's like Everybody up there, we good. Like just him alone, bro. Like is, is he the spark? Like he's that. He's that glue that 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 held everybody together. I think it it carries more from him,
4: who is barely gone. Yeah, right. And and played alongside Travis Kelsey. Sure, he and did. Won yeah. Alongside yeah. Travis
3: Kelsey, he came back. You like who lit a fire under Kelsey? Right. <laughs> like, but also, why do you need to have a guy throw a bike in the locker room at halftime to get motivated? Why not? You yeah, know, I, I always wonder that. Like, Why not? you don't want somebody to flip the spread. Yeah. Know. Kelsey flipped the spread. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching an old episode of Seinfeld last night, and it was the one with the race where Jerry like claimed he beat his this guy uh, Dylan or what Duncan in a race, right? And at the end of the race, Duncan gets up in the face of gym teacher Mr. Belavacqua. Uh, Bevilacqua, Bevilacqua, and, and starts yelling at him. I'm like, oh my God, that's Travis and Andy right there yelling at each other. Like all of that kind of stuff that you see and and the way that Travis was acting in the game was fueling the fire of everybody else, I guess, inside that locker room, and ultimately, that's what a leader does. You know how to get your troops moving in the right direction. You man. don't flip the spread all the time, but once no, you flip, once you one flip time it, you flip the spread, it carries some weight, right? Yeah, absolutely. You flip the spread every day; nobody buys into that nonsense. No. He but picked when you spots. Go, he did, when he and he picked the spot Saturday night before the Super Bowl, and clearly it carried into Sunday. And then, boom, here we sit with another Super Bowl yeah. championship and the three-peat opportunity.
4: And then the other funny part of that interview was was uh, Hardman claiming that at one point when he was with the Jets, he reached out to Mahomes and to Veach and said, come get me. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. And so it led to a lot of, that's tampering.
3: That's tampering. That was okay. the guy who wanted out. I don't know. McCall Hardman didn't do anything to the last play of the season. Yeah,
4: yeah. It didn't you know? hurt he wasn't doing anything for you. Come on. Like,
3: he wanted out. You didn't want it's him so there. so
4: great, though. Like, hey. Could you guys come get me now? Yeah, <laughs> please, please. Anyone there? Anyone that's, there?
2: That's hilarious because I didn't. I, I didn't pay any attention to that. I was getting my haircut, and my barber said, "Hey, you guys heard anything about uh, McCole reaching out?" And I was like, "No." Yeah, he reached out and talked to Beach, and I was like, "Are you serious?"
3: Where was that information when we could have used it months ago? Hey, but you know,
2: it was it was McCole Hardman at the time. You know, so that's a scoop.
4: Oh, I was playing. Schefter
3: makes millions of years scooping things. Well,
4: he should get his haircut.
3: Yeah, barbershops. A him, he
4: has no time for a haircut. Let's be honest,
3: Schefter. Schefter. No, no. no.
4: I don't have time for hair. No. Does he
3: even have time to shower? No, I wouldn't think.
4: I wouldn't think. All right, uh, we'll hear from Andy Reid, uh, Bob, and I got a chance to, to uh, chat with him at the uh, the combine, but also some of your uh, reaction to 112 in the tournament. Oh my god, well, need some of these texts here. are hysterical. All right, we'll get to those next
0: fesco in the morning brought to you by Rayner garage doors of kansas city liftmaster has patented myq technology it's no wonder liftmaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener find us at RaynerKC.com. don't miss the chief's red half hour every weekday starting at 11:30 on cody and gold on your official broadcast partner of the chief's 610 sports radio call from mom answer it call silenced It's all about the he said, she said I
4: think you better quit, slip, or you'll be leaving with a lip. It's all about the said, said, You request some music on the way back Wednesday, 913 7610 Please include your name so you get the credit. Buddy, Jay Hark for life, not
2: having a good day today. He won a little Limp biscuit break stuff after the KU lost mm-hmm. last uh, night. Ah,
3: Jay Hart for life, it's okay. He it's asked, like if, Chiefs he asked if last football. night's game
4: was uh, the Raider game.
3: Right, and he's Probably. Probably, probably get so, the rock bottom before you can bounce back. All right. Up. We'll hear from Andy Reid on the, uh, the
4: Raider game coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Bob and I had a chance to talk to him at the combine, right? Uh, but some of your texts have weighed in on the, uh, Expanding the, the college basketball tournament, say 112? 112, teams
3: 112 I think, is yeah. what they said. Yeah. My friend Vip texts me, and he lives in Las Vegas. Shockingly, he texts me, he goes, Nobody cares about the teams. Just give us the spreads. It's all about the gambling. And he's right about that. I mean, the gambling companies that they're partners with, remember, they're partners with gambling companies now, too, Josh. So you have to think they're saying, we want more inventory as well. So you're taking care of your gambling partners. You're taking care of your TV partners. And in turn, you're making more money, you know, back in return. But some of these that are really funny that are coming in is from the 785. Come on, Josh. You know you want a March Madness branded Terrible Tuesday shirt. (laughs) 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 <laughs> Tuesdays aren't just for tacos anymore. It's for college basketball. Yeah. yeah. E, from the 316 ESPN plus is trash. It lags. Always audio issues and D team commentators. Hey, hey, now. hey Josh now. works for ESPN plus Come on now. There's a wide
4: variance. I'll say yeah, there, there really is. Some, yeah. some, some school I'll say some schools will use it as a uh, student
3: yep. thing, which I have
4: no issue. Which is with. just fine. Yeah. It's just really cool. Um, uh, the league also determines some, mm-hmm. right? Um, that schools get you know their preference of people too. Yeah, so. that for sure is on
3: ESPN Plus. Right, he <laughs> sucks.
4: Yeah. So, so um, last night's game, if you had issues, I think that's a Big Twelve problem. Yeah, that's on yeah. them.
3: Yeah. And, and then uh, one other that I do like from the nine one three. Can we do the NCAA tournament like the NAIA tournament, where we play all round one games on the same day? First game tips off at like seven a.m and fit it all into one day. World's I kind of like that. Yeah, we love it. Love, fun. Love the NIA yeah. tournament. They just go. They just play, man. They just, they just go. They just go out there and ball. And then somebody says, go to 128 from the 816, four-team regionals like college baseball, highest seed in the pod host, winners advanced, reseed the remaining 32 teams and play the traditional tournament from there. You can do that as well. I just like the new ideas. I think it's fun. Do I want it? No. But would I watch it? Yes. Would you gamble on it? Yes. And when gambling and television are your two biggest partners, boom, you do things that they want.
4: It's okay to say if you're gambling on a Tuesday in the afternoon. A, you got a problem.
3: Hilltoppers versus Mountaineers, <laughs> bro. Minus two. I'm on that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man! <laughs> what time does that game tip 6 a.m. Where somebody's backyard, but I don't care. Oh, well, man. What are the props?
4: Jeez. Oh, First bucket scored in the 805 <laughs> tip off from
3: <laughs>
4: Pocatello, a- Idaho. I yeah, like yep.
3: it. Okay. Mm-hmm. First right. round games from Elmira, New York. Oh, boy.
4: Uh, Andy Reid joined us from the uh, from the combine we chatted with him uh, yesterday afternoon uh, the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs course getting ready for the uh, for the upcoming draft at the combine in Indy but uh, we couldn't let go this past season just yet not quite ready to move on fully yet are we Uh, so how much of a turning point was the Christmas Day Raiders game performance
7: well yeah it was kicked our tail Um, and that I thought that kind of Woke us up, you know. The some of the veteran players just said, "Hey, this this nonsense has got to stop." Whether it's whether whether it's with the turnovers, the drops, all of these things that that went on, it needed to end, and it needed to end quickly. And so, um, I, I thought that was a, a turning point there. And it and the guys did. I mean, they put their foot down, and and things changed.
3: We're talking with Andy Reid and and coach after that game, I I was, you know, having the conversation with some folks. I go, this is probably the best thing that's going to happen to these guys. It seems like when you've gone on these runs to win these Super Bowls, which is still, you know, phenomenal to say you had that Tennessee game in the first year, you know, when you when you lost to them and kind of bottomed out there and then you had the Raider game kind of bottomed out this year. How, how do those things really bring everybody together? Like, what do you do as a coach to say, all right, we're stopping all this and we're getting back to where we need to go? Because after that Tennessee game and after this Raider game, you guys just took off and never lost
7: again. Yeah. Well, you hope you have the right guys in the, in the locker room, I think is the most important thing. And the right coaches where guys don't point fingers, they, they take responsibility. And as coaches, we all took responsibility. As players, we took responsibility. So, um, and then you know that uh, there you have pride, and and so you you want to make sure that it, you identify the problem, and then let's go fix it, and fix it quickly. Um, uh, which we ended up doing. I mean, that was that was important. What did you learn about Patrick
4: through all this? I feel like that you've you've known a lot about him, but you faced some seemingly true adversity and had him kind of step up in those big moments. Then late.
7: Yeah, that was a new thing for him. So that was something that'll help him the rest of his career. He, he, uh, he, we weren't number one, you know, offensively. (laughs) So, uh, but we were, we were, we were pretty good defensively and the defense. It it really kept uh, the offense in, in the game, as you'd say. And, and then special teams did some nice things. Um, But. Uh, Patrick, I think what he'll take from this is that my positive attitude can affect everybody and um, guys can grow around me. And you always hear the term that great quarterbacks make everybody around them better. And and he did that. He made Rasheed Rice better. He worked through the drops that we had with the receivers. Um, Rasheed Rice kelsey be more productive it wasn't that kelsey had lost his legs or was old or this or that it, it was that he was trying to go after two two defenders at one time and so once you put Rashi in there who grew at doing kind of the sim- similar things that Kels can do um then they can't double Kels. they've got to take care of both these guys and that's that's a big load for a defense especially working inside the numbers which is the quarterback sweet spot. And so inevitably it gets the ball out quicker, which helps your, your holding calls that were making, that were killing us. Um, and, uh, you know, it allows Pat to be not having to move quite so far in the pocket and uh, the catches go up, you know? So anyways, it, it all kind of worked together and, and got, got better as we went on uh, into the playoffs. Andy, when
3: did, Patrick realized that it wasn't going to be the same. I mean, obviously last year you went and won the Super Bowl without, you know, Tyreek and having that quote unquote burner, if you will, but you still had Juju Smith-Schuster. When did Patrick realize, Oh my God, this is a lot different than anything I've ever had to deal with before in the NFL.
7: I think he knew it during training camp. I think he, he saw that um, it was, it was going to take a little time um, to, to get everybody caught up. But he, he also knew, He was close with Rasheed, so he'd worked with him during the summer, worked with him before the draft, and he knew that uh, how Rasheed would go, that that would really help the rest of the offense go. And uh, now, did he anticipate the drops we had? No, he wasn't anticipating that. Uh, Was he anticipating the penalties? He wasn't anticipating that. But I I think he knew that it would take a minute to get the offense really firing, um, you know, probably early in camp there
4: talking with Andy Reed here on Six Ten sports radio. Did you anticipate the defense being this good?
7: Well, you, you know, we saw it at the end of last year, um, before the super bowl, end of the playoff run, we, we saw those young secondary guys really mature and do some, do some nice things for us. And so, um, and then once we got into camp, I'm going, I think I told you guys this, but uh, uh, the, the zones were tighter and the man coverage was tighter we were tackling better it was just um and and the d line was productive and it, you know it was just a, a our linebackers were another year older and um and we forget how young they are and and so um i i felt like i'm going we, we really have a chance to be a really good defense and then yeah in the equation that you have spags and that that uh a defense he runs is is something. I mean, it's it's complicated to go against from an offensive standpoint. Um, and he's got good coaches with him. so that that becomes important. And I just uh, I, I felt like that we were going to be I, I felt like we were going to be really good on defense. Andy,
3: I think also too with with the spag situation, I want to kind of deviate just for a second. I don't know that I've seen a better assistant coach coordinator in the history of this game. Well, maybe other than you when you were up in Green Bay, but with with Steve Spagnuolo. I mean, what what he did, not just with you guys, but shutting down Tom Brady in that Super Bowl. I was just watching the first few episodes of the Dynasty about them on Apple TV and kind of reliving Steve Spagnuolo shutting down Tom Brady, Steve Spagnuolo going in and shutting down Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and, and San Francisco and Brock Purdy in this postseason – why is he so good? Like when, when somebody asks you to say, tell me about Steve Spagnuolo and why he's good at what he does. What do you first answer with that?
7: i tell you, he's a great teacher. That's what i tell you. You know, he's a good guy too, but I mean, and a very hard worker, but he, he's a great teacher. And, and so he, he'll take whatever your strengths are and he will work with them and exploit them. And then he'll take whatever your weaknesses are and help you get better at them. And, and um, uh, He'll fit. He'll fit schemes around you. Uh, I always mention about he's got. If you dressed out, you're gonna play. He's gonna have something for you somewhere, and uh, and that's so true.
3: What about the, the the season in in general dealing with not, not only the, the offense being where it is, but also now having Taylor Swift into the fold? I mean, I know from a father's standpoint, my daughters fell in love with watching every game because of Taylor Swift. From a coach's perspective, to see that kind of spotlight on your team like no other team has seen before, did you have to talk about how we're going to handle this, what we're going to do? Because it seems like no matter what's thrown at you, you're never you're never rattled you're prepared for everything how did you have to prepare for this kind of thing to happen to you
7: well i you know what i actually knew her and her family before uh trav did i mean she they're from pennsylvania there and and uh her dad was an eagles fan football fan really but an eagles fan and um i believe he played at delaware so you know he gets anyways he gets the game he understands and um And she, you know, she's got a great mom and they, they're very close that way. And, and so I met her when she was young. I I never worried that she wouldn't handle it. I mean, she handles herself so well and done so well in her career um, that I never worried about that. I was just kind of happy that they, they were both happy and um, Trav never let it be an issue. She never made it an issue. I think she really enjoyed herself um watching the games and not having to be uh have the spotlight on her you know i mean she was able to get in there and, and travel as the guy and and uh she enjoyed that part and and not having to uh be the star of the game you know she she could just hang out up there and enjoy Brittany and the crew and i, I thought it was all positive you know very positive yep. thing
3: Did you play a role in, in fixing those two guys up or fixing Brittany or not Brittany, but the uh, Taylor and Travis up, what kind of role did you play in that?
7: I had nothing to do. I had nothing to do with that, but I think she mentioned to him that um, when they met, she goes, you know, I know, I know your coach. And he kind of went like, what coach? And She goes "Uh, uh, coach Reed and and his wife. And he, and Travis went, Oh no, that's not, that's not what I wanted to hear so but listen it, it was all good it, it was they're good people they're good people both of them and i'm I'm happy that they're happy really
4: andy Reid joining us here on 610 sports radio uh players have openly talked about a 3 Pete. how do you handle that from not becoming a thing i guess
7: i don't worry about all that i, I mean those kind of things are great um you know, you just make sure you come to St. Joe ready to go because that that part won't change. And the guys all know they know that um, that's a tough. It's tough up there. It's hot. It's humid. You better come back in shape. And so you go enjoy. You say what what you say, and and then let's get back to work. I mean, that's that's what you have to do. You got to build build the foundation um, before you can you know get any of that stuff taken care of. So and and that you know that that will be important once we get there
3: yeah, I, I know you guys are probably not going to focus on it and maybe talk about it, but obviously it's going to be the, the number one thing that everybody's talking about going into the season. And I think that's good. Like, I, I feel like, you know, every year Patrick needs a little chip on his shoulder. Oh, this guy said we couldn't do it, or that guy said we couldn't do it. And now you've got this three-peat thing, something that nobody's done. And when you start talking about legacy with Patrick to go three straight and win three straight championships, no other quarterback in the history of the league has done that. How important do you think that's going to be to him to get that done?
7: Well, listen, all the guys like challenges. We we set that as our goal every year is to, to win the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I think all 32 teams do that. Um, so that's why I tell you, you keep coming back to St. Joe. Um, uh, you still got to work. And it's very hard to win a game in this league, uh, let alone a championship. And so um, you, you got to build the foundation there. And Patrick loves challenges. Nobody likes challenges better than him. And uh, and likewise with a few of those other guys I mean they they all like they all like to be challenged but um you know I, I that's where I say it doesn't really matter it doesn't hurt it, it, that's okay I'm okay if that's how they think about it but again we just gotta make sure we we work and that that part won't change
4: it's combine week obviously you have a lot of staff that's been working on you know scouting during the year with the, with the college players how much do you do during the season in that regard and I guess, what is this week then like for you? Is it without, without saying, what is your role after your scouts do a bunch of the work? What do you come in and do or try to get accomplished during combine week?
7: Yeah. Um, I, it's kind of our first introduction as coaches to these kids. And, and so, uh, where the guys have been out to the schools and seen them and, and done all that bit, this is our order the bowl games. And, uh, you know, all-star games all that stuff so but this as a coach this is the first time that you get a chance to meet with these guys and i think that's the best part i don't really care about the workout stuff i mean we can get that on, we have all that on video so we can we can watch it back in the office just like we do game tape and uh, uh but to have a chance to meet the kids i think is is a good good starter for all of us
3: how bad do you want Marvin Harrison jr. on the team? Is it as bad as I do for the last year, or you're like, all right, we may not get him at thirty two you know
7: yeah i i think I think he'll probably go a little higher than that, but he yeah, he's a heck of a player um you know i I know he there's some his dad was pretty good too, so i I competed against him uh with with a few of the different teams or you know the two teams that I was on so um he uh but the kid sure has done a nice job, and he seems like a great kid too.
3: Is it a relief for you? Because I know it is for me, and you know, not not that it matters what what Josh and I think, but a relief for you that like you don't have to deal with this quarterback stuff every year, like all these other teams. Like you got your guy, and everybody else is still trying to find theirs. Like it's got to make things a lot easier this week, doesn't it?
7: Yeah. Listen, we're all lucky for that. We're all I, I say it every year. We're we're all lucky to have Pat Mahomes. Uh, the city of Kansas city yourselves. I mean, you, you know, we're all, we're all blessed to have him uh, be the quarterback of this football team. Cause he handles it the right way. And uh, it's more than just throwing passes. He, he does it the right way. And he's a, he's a good team captain in that.
3: Who's the better duo for you guys, Andy, is it you and Brett or is it Patrick and Travis? <laughs>
7: well, <laughs> we're, I, I don't know that, but I know those two hang out a lot together, and I'm glad they're they're buddies because they really they trust each other, and uh, that's helped us in a few games, I'd say. I do trust Beach, though. I, don't take that wrong.
3: Right, Cause, right. Yeah, because when we were debating it on, on the show the other day, we are like, who's the better duo, Andy and Brett? or Patrick and Travis, and you can imagine the text line was going crazy, like one side's taking Andy and Brett, the other side's taking Patrick and Travis. It's just one of those great sports radio debates, but I always maintain, like, Patrick and Travis and, and whatnot came into a great situation. You are clearly better than everybody else in the league. Brett has shown he's better than everybody else in the league. You guys have established this great culture here that when people come in, they're going to have success, and a lot of places don't have
7: that. Uh, hopefully it's a good square, right, uh, between the four of us um, and the other guys involved there. So we're we're all, um, yes, very. I'm going to tell you, very fortunate.
3: Before we let you go, when when you were tackling Chris Jones, did you present a contract and say, here, sign this for the next couple of years because we're going to three-peat and we want you to be part of it?
7: You know, I was so happy for that kid. Uh, I didn't ask him about the contract. I was so happy for him because he pushed himself past where he thought he could push himself. And and he, he went back in that game when he was just exhausted and made plays and um, so I thought I'd just body slam him just so he could feel the weight of it but um, that could be a lot heavier than than me I think yeah no question He's gonna, gonna do okay there
3: Andy we appreciate the time thank you so much enjoy seeing the uh, the guys enjoy the shrimp cocktail at St Elmos and we'll look forward to you coming back to KC.
7: All right guys, appreciate you, man. Thank you.
4: That's Chiefs head coach Andy Reid joining us from the uh the Combine as his work gets under fully yeah, his, underway. Yeah, that-
3: his work is underway
4: <laughs> that off season. Uh, I
3: don't know if you saw the story in the San Francisco newspaper. He was spotted at an In N Out burger last week in California. <laughs>
4: When in California. <laughs> Did he go
2: yeah. double double animal style I, on I the fries? I, I
3: don't know. I went to In n Out when I was in Arizona. It's a tremendous burger, right? Like Did you go you're, you're, two you're, by two
2: or three by three? I just got a double one. double. Yeah, okay. Just
3: double double in some fries. Um and uh if you're in that area and there's an in and out, you go. Yeah. Right. How many people do you think recognized Andy? Because the picture it looked like he was just sitting on a stool drinking a milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> Probably
4: out there <laughs> is maybe a little more left alone.
2: I don't know. I would imagine I'm just envisioning, yeah. Yeah. a A flowery Hawaiian shirt. He did have a milkshake, a double-double animal style. Mm.
3: That's a glorious pick. That looks like Andy Reid, but there's no way it's Andy Reid. Not at In-N-Out. Like Andy's not here, right?
4: Yeah, probably sat there, maybe had a conversation with somebody, maybe didn't. Maybe, who knows? Yeah, Just chilled. Mm. Reason to unite in Kansas City. We'll tell you why next
0: in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. Liftmaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder Liftmaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson joins the show every Monday at 7:30, 610 Sports Radio.
6: You got a fast car, and I want to take it to anywhere. Maybe we make a deal. Maybe together we. to cross the border and into the city, and you and I can both get jobs. Finally, see what it means to be living. See, my old man's got a problem. living live in the bottle, that's the way he is. Said his body's too old for working. Luckily we have two
4: versions of this song now Because Absolutely. it's been double requested today Two, time, two on, times On a way back Wednesday Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Include your name so you get the credit
2: Our girl Debbie from Belton wanted a little fast car from Tracy Chapman We played Tracy in the 6 o'clock hour We come back with Luke Holmes In the 8 o'clock hour So we
4: kind of delivered yeah. I don't know what she was asking for But you know It's a variation it's We a do a very good do. version Very good version
2: Again, if you got a chance, go check out the uh, performance from the Grammys
4: when they both did it, built it. The uh, Chiefs will announce their stadium intentions coming up at ten o'clock. Keep it locked right here on six hundred and ten Sports Radio.
3: What are your intentions with this stadium?
4: <laughs> did I say it like that? <laughs> it just, it was just yeah. you What are you exactly intending yeah. to do with this stadium? Yeah, Brr. make it better. Um, yeah. So another, you know. Another Kansas City improvement on yeah, its way. Yeah,
3: right. And especially, it's it's interesting that it's coming today because today marks the one-year anniversary of the new KCI terminal. Can you believe it's been a year already since we got our new terminal up there uh, at KCI? I was telling you off the air yesterday, I said, I walked off the plane on Sunday and I had in my mind that I was walking into the old terminal, right? And I walked out and went, whoa, it's holy so cow, great, man right? It's fantastic. The pretty light. I've yeah. flown a number of times yeah. since the terminal is open, but it was just it was just like one of those like, oh my God, it's been a year already and this place is still... Still, you know, still spectacular. And I remember when we were
4: driving, you know, driving, driving in, in, your, in car. your car, so <laughs> fast. <speeds laughs> <a> <laughs> I was yeah. drunk. Yeah, yeah, sometimes it happens sorry, that way, sorry. right? Go ahead.
3: And and we were we were kind of talking about it, and and people fought that as well. Remember, people were fighting the new airport terminal. I I always feel like the people who are fighting progress in a city are people who just never use anything and have no concept of life outside their tiny little bubble. And I'm I'm not a fan of people that get in the way of making things better because that terminal was kind of that final piece that gave us the opportunity to host the World Cup, right? We do not have the World Cup here in Kansas City without the airport terminal. That is a guaranteed fact. And a lot of these events that are coming now, the NFL draft. A big thing with the NFL draft, Josh, to get that here to Kansas City was that new airport terminal. If we didn't have the new airport terminal, we never would have had the NFL draft. It has done so much to kind of grow our city and make our city a better place, and it turned out to be amazing. And I feel like the same people who fought the new airport terminal are the same people that are fighting the new downtown Royal Stadium and and the Chiefs improvements as well, because somewhere in all of this conversation about you know, the, the the stadium and extending a tax that's in place, there's no new taxes going towards this. People forgot that the Chiefs are involved as well, and people are trying to make this a Royals-only thing. Well, it's not. I mean, the Chiefs are going to be getting, you know, their share of the the extended tax as well to improve out there at uh, at, at Arrowhead. And I think everything that we've done in this recent memory of, of this generation of Kansas City has been outstanding, right? Nothing has been a disaster. And so when people are complaining about the ballpark and that's going to do some bad things or complaining about Arrow and that's not good, everything we've done in this generation of Kansas City has been wonderful. How about Sprint Center and P&L? What that has done for our town, right? With What that has done from an entertainment standpoint, bringing concerts, bringing events keeping the Big 12 men's basketball tournament here, and also now, Josh, hosting the women's Big 12 basketball tournament as well. That arena was the first piece to really starting to build Kansas City up. The new Lowe's Hotel did everything it was supposed to do, give you that hotel attached to your convention center. The airport terminal, as we've talked about, has been amazing and has helped Kansas City grow. We do things the right way here in Kansas City, and that's why I am so confident that this new stadium that we're getting downtown And even the renovations to Arrowhead, even though I'm not 100% on board because I want a roof on top of Arrowhead, they're going to be spectacular. We don't mess things up in Kansas City. And, oh, by the way, we have the best stadium architects and designers in the world based right here, so you know this is going to be a showpiece for them. And even when we renovated Kauffman Stadium and Arrowhead Stadium 20 years ago now, how great were those renovations, right? The outfield experience at Kauffman Stadium is is awesome. It's wonderful. It was needed. What we did to Arrowhead with the the sweets and all that kind of stuff has been spectacular as well. So I just look at this and say to myself, everything we've done and everything that we've, you know, kind of put into motion over the last 20 years has been nothing short of great in Kansas City, and so that's why I'm so excited to see this vote pass and so excited to see today what the what the Chiefs are going to unveil that they're going to do uh, at the sports complex and then continue to look at the drawings of what the Royals have going on, and as we say this Philadelphia right now is redoing their sports complex, they're adding a hotel a 5,500 seat concert venue out there retail, uh, everybody's doing this this is the wave of the future right now when it comes to having a franchise or franchises in your town and i know some people are going to be against it because people are against everything and and i just ask you to say give it a chance everything we've done in this town has been awesome
4: i'd still like a roof i, I know uh, it's, yeah, i know it's right, not happening right, right, at, at 10 o'clock right, right. today i would still love that they were like okay let's do a roof right exactly um to get bigger and bigger events. Right. Exactly. Would, that's what I would want too. I would I would I would right. like that. I know it's not happening. You talk about so Philly, Philly getting Stein.
2: ready to add to right. their complex. They're getting ready to host WrestleMania two nights. Yeah. It's over a five billion dollar influx just for the city of Philadelphia. Could we have that? That's, here? Another,
4: hey, that's yeah, another that's another That's another huge event. That's another huge, that's another event. huge yeah. event that needs a right. needs a big venue. Right. That you're you're not gonna be a part of. So right. I'd rather I'd rather do that. Right. Um speaking of the old terminal. Yeah, new terminal the rather. new terminal yeah the old terminal's still there and it's creepy it's creepy as hell yeah yeah um so I've actually been outside the old terminal more than I've been in the new terminal surprisingly enough but when when we fly the the, the team charter a right. couple of times we have flown uh and the and the plane's been by the old terminal and right. one of them was like later we came back in there and it was like later at night and we're parked we're not we don't go through the terminal but we're in the the a parking lot. Right, right. right. Sure. Yeah. You know, where the planes park. You know, whatever we're calling it. It's not on the tarmac, but it's, you know, whatever they call it, where the planes park. And it, like, there's been a few times I'm like, you're like looking over your, sh- like, is it is like zombieville over there? It looks like, you know, somebody's going to like smack up against the glass, like it is trapped in there. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like, like plastic man. <laughs> yeah. falling there's down like, the there's glass. like stuff. Yeah. There's
4: like stuff piled in there. It's like creepy. I'm like, can we just knock this down? It looks like we could shoot a horror, a horror film. there, or a zombie movie. Yeah. And maybe they should to make a few extra bucks. Yeah, uh, farm it out to somebody that's looking. Have like,
3: you ever see those videos of the old Pontiac Silverdome where they went inside and they showed you, or the Astrodome, like yeah. what's going on inside these yeah. buildings? They're great. Yeah, I would love
4: to see it. I, I don't, you know, I don't think we redo anything with it. I, but it, it's, it's kind of creepy. <laughs>
3: yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> it's yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. creepy because yeah. it looks
4: like it looks like it just got abandoned. Like everybody just like packed up their stuff. Like, grab your computers now. We're getting out of here. Well, that's what they did. And that's what yeah, they did, right? They yeah. just grabbed everything and, and ran out. And it, it looks it's it's awkward. the last time I flew out of there was was to the Super Bowl. Right, that's right. where they had the that's where they had the the uh, the plane leave from. But they you know take you up on a bus and you don't go in you don't go in the terminal. You, you didn't go in it. Okay. You don't go in the terminal. You're just outside and they you yeah. know walk up the plane. But you're just looking like this is creepy.
3: Yeah. What is going on? <laughs> here? Do you think there's creepy.
4: squatters in there? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Price still egg salad sandwiches. Yeah, anyway. I'm yeah. sure I'm there are. Yes, yeah, an old vending machine that they forgot to get out of there and there's. There's somebody's, uh, you know, um, fish in the uh, the break room refrigerator yes, or something, oh and that place God. is just, yeah. That is old it, Burger King yeah. that shut down way, yeah, up, top, way up top, still top, got a bunch yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Oh. It
3: is the... Um, laser
4: tag, that'd be a good idea, too, turn into a laser tag place. That <laughs> so would had, be fun. It looks like there's a lot of obstacles still in there. Like so paintball, yeah. you could paint paintball inside sure. there as well. Sure.
3: Are there um, any cars still parked in those garages? Uh,
4: i mean, like like the like the the car that drives your baggage or something like those no, kind of things. No, no, no. Like I mean, like people's vehicles oh, in the parking I so. garages. Like, oh, I don't know the garages. I don't know. I don't think the garage is there. This they're, is the, the building.
3: No, I know. I'm talking about like in those garages though. They're yeah. in the middle of the terminals. Are there still cars parked I, at know, that
4: thing? You know. Doors down.
3: I mean, yeah. if if your car's still parked there, it's getting blown but up. But it's
4: like you know? doors <laughs> down, like the like the like the you, you picture it, it's like the hydraulic hose to bring the. You know the the uh, jet bridge, the jetway out, and stuff like that. All that stuff's like still there. It just looks like
3: you, you do. It's it's creepy. You think they're going to try to sell it for parts? It's creepy. It's uh, kinda it's creepy to try so. to sell it for parts. Um, a couple of people have, have weighed in about the East Village location. An escape room. So that's a good one. That too. would be good too. Yeah. Uh, a couple of people weighing in about the East Village location. Why it wasn't there and why why they decided the Crossroads. That's hundred percent on the city. That is not the Royals. The that's Royals what I, wanted that's to a, be in the East Village. The city wanted them to be in the Crossroads. If you got a problem with that, talk to the mayor.
4: I I. I, that's what I keep telling people. I said it. It I, this wasn't the this wasn't the plan, right? The city pushed them to that. The they wanted to help that. There. They
3: wanted to help that district, right? They wanted to do East Village. They were ready to go in the East Village, so. and the and the city said, "No, we don't want that. This is what yeah. we want." And so you compromise on those things. So talk to the mayor about that, not the Royals. Secondarily, you traveled this this weekend, yeah. and you you'd mentioned
4: this, and I know I've experienced it as well. Why is every airport different with what you gotta go through to get through there? It's weird. Like why every is it, place
3: is different. Why is it
4: TSA standardized? Why one place I have to take my belt off? Right. Another place I have to have my ID and my and my boarding pass. One place you just have to have your ID. One place I have to have my shoes off. One place I don't. Right. Uh I need to have the laptop out of the backpack. One one place I don't. One place you have to take
3: your coat off, another place you don't. Why aren't we? <laughs> I'm surprised. Why are we standardized here? In in Phoenix, they wanted your boarding pass, they wanted your ID, and then you. And then I'm in this TSA pre check that I signed up for because it's the best money you'll ever spend. It is
4: great if you travel a lot. It yeah. is. It's
3: fantastic. Even if you don't travel a lot, one time a year is yeah, plenty. So it's it's well true. worth it. Um, and then you, you get in the pre check line. I'm like, Do you have a bin? They, we don't use bins in pre check. I'm like, Well, in KCI, we re- they told me to put all my stuff in a bin. And then a KCI, I just need my driver's license yeah. to get in. I didn't I, need my boarding pass. I'm like, I, this is weird. Why aren't we standard? I don't, I don't get right? it. Right? Like, what are we doing here, man? Seriously, why Why are we not standardized across the board? I'm not sure. And then, you know, I was talking to a guy in line, and we're like, man, not a lot of workers. I'm like, would you want to make $18 an hour to be abused by travelers?
4: <laughs> yeah. No, no, people are awful at the airport. Yeah. Be nice to people at the airport. Be nice to people at yeah. the airport. Yeah. Yeah. At all the airports. Uh, we got a Chiefs hypothetical we need to get to, and it's indeed a Sneed. We'll get to that next.